I've been in this preaching series entitled The Drama of Discipleship. Thus far, I've preached all my children, a different world, friends, good trouble, family matters. Today, I want to preach good times. I want to lift verse 18 in your hearing. Then she said, let your servant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way, ate, and her face was no longer sad. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Your words, my mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. God is able. God is able to bring something out of nothing. God is able to open doors of opportunity. God is able to turn our midnights into middays. God is able to heal our hurts and dry our tears. God is able to influence, inspire, and intervene. God is able to make our dreams come true. God is able to convict, convert, and comfort. God is able to prosper, provide, and protect. God is able to renew redeem, and reconcile. God is able to save, shift, and sanctify. Anyone and everyone who has walked with God can testify to the ability of Almighty God. We are here on this Lord's Day morning because God is able. I wish I had a witness of multiple testimonies of people who would be willing to stand and say, I am where I am because God is able. Not literally, you can sit down because you're going to make me press too far too soon. But they are those of us who are unashamed about our willingness to testify about God's ability to do what only God has been able to do in our lives not because of our might nor power, 
but because God is able. Not because of our connections or intellect, but because God is able. Not because of our pedigree or who knows my mama and daddy, but because God is able. God Watch Chapel is able. Few stories in the Bible illustrate the ability of God more than this story concerning the life of Hannah. According to this Old Testament story, we witness the ability of God in the life of a woman living in the midst of bad times. According to 1 Samuel chapter 1, Hannah is living in the midst of bad times. For those of us who know the totality of her story, we know that Hannah is not living high on the hog, but Hannah, in her own language, is distressed and going through. Hannah, watch chapel, is a barren woman. Consequently, as a barren woman, she is not seen as blessed, but seen as cursed. As a barren woman, she also has the ignominious insult to be in a polygamous romantic configuration. She's sharing a man she don't want to share. Ain't nobody talking to me. Not only is she sharing a man she doesn't want to share, the other woman, amen somebody, is hating on her because of her barren condition. Not only is she sharing a man she doesn't want to share, not only is she barren, but Hannah is praying for God to shift her circumstance, but God has not said yes immediately, but God seemingly is saying no, or at best, not yet. Yeah. Hannah Watch Chapel is living in the midst of bad times. Yet despite living in the midst of bad times, Watch Chapel, Hannah has yet to allow her circumstance to determine her faith in the ability of Almighty God. Hannah is living in the midst of an arduous, challenging, difficult circumstance, yet Hannah still believes that God is able. Let me preach this to bless somebody on this Sunday morning. Don't confuse your circumstance with the ability of Almighty God. Just because you're in a difficult season, that doesn't mean God is not able to change, shift, and transform your season. Just because you are in a bad week, don't think you got a bad life. Just because you're in a bad season, don't believe God is not able. Just because you're going through in September doesn't mean God cannot change, heal, or deliver in the month of October, November, and December. Sometimes we confuse where we are with our faith in Almighty God. 
God. And just because you're going through what you're going through right now, don't confuse Watch Chapel, a bad day for a bad life, a bad week for a bad year, or a bad season for a bad life. Despite where you are right now, God is able. And I've come to challenge every believer on this Lord's Day morning to continue to believe despite a bad season, a bad week, a bad day, or a bad encounter that God is able. Things are rough, but God is able. Seems like you're climbing uphill, but God is still able. Seems like you can't catch a break, but God is still able. Seems like you're always a day late and a dollar short, but God is able. Seems like the friends you had 20 years ago have left you and deserted you, but God is able. Seems like you're crying tears from an endless fountain, but God is able. Seems like you just can't catch a break in life but God is still able and on this Lord's Day morning somebody needs to hear this word because you are confusing a season for your belief in the ability of Almighty God when things are going well, we believe God is able. When we are flush, we believe God is able. But when circumstances are challenging and situationships are stressful, we question and doubt the ability of Almighty God. But like Hannah believed in the ability of God despite living through a rough season, I want to challenge everybody from the parking lot to the choir stand to keep believing that God is able. What the preacher talk about God is able? What the choir sing God is able? What did the deacons testify about God is able? What's on social media? God is able. What do you do when you believe that God is able. When we believe that God is able, watch chapel, first of all, we will ignore instigators. Let me preach this up in here. Hannah is minding her business. Amen, somebody. Married to a man by the name of Elkanah because of social tradition in this culture. Elkanah is also married to Panina. Amen, somebody. Don't confuse the will of God with culture. Just because culture says you can, y'all ain't talking to me in here, doesn't mean you ought to say yes. I could preach a whole sermon on stuff that culture says yes to that we ought not do because we are committed to the will of God. Just because you can. Ain't nobody talking to me up in here. Just, just because culture says yes. Just because we don't frown on it anymore. Just because it's legal. Hannah is in this polygamous 
configuration of a romantic relationship. And Hannah is living in the midst of bad times because a woman by the name of Panina is instigating on Hannah because Hannah has not been able to give birth to a child. Mm -hmm. And Hannah, watch chapel, believes in the ability of God Consequently, Hannah doesn't give Panina any attention. It's a bad season. It's tough. It's challenging. It's complicated. It's difficult. But notice, watch chapel, as we walk through 1 Samuel chapter 1, Hannah, in the words of my grandmother, ain't studying Panina. doesn't give her any attention, doesn't give her any air, doesn't respond, doesn't give her any commentary, doesn't respond while she's distressed, while she's discouraged. Hannah keeps focused on being who God wants her to be and doing what God wants her to do. And when you believe in the ability of Almighty God, watch chapel, there are some people, some circumstances, some stuff that you don't have to give attention to, you don't have to respond to, you don't have to yield to, you don't have to give air, you don't have to give breathing room because God will fight your battle, God will handle your haters, God will make your enemies your footstools, and God can and will shift. Panina is hating on Hannah. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Panina's talking about Elkanah and her relationship with him. Panina is talking about how they were together and what they've done, where they've been. But notice Hannah, watch chapel, is just doing what God says, keeping her head down, focused on her relationship with God. And Hannah is ignoring instigators because when you believe the ability of Almighty God, there's some stuff you don't have to entertain, you don't have to respond to, nor do you have to give attention to. Can I preach this and bless somebody? Sometimes our willingness to get our hands dirty and respond to stuff and respond to people and get distracted and get unfocused reflects our lack of belief in Almighty God. If I believe that God is sovereign, if I believe that God will fight my battles, if I believe vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, if I believe God has my best interest at heart, there's some stuff I don't have to give attention to. There's some stuff I don't have to respond to. There's some stuff I don't even need to dignify because at the end of the day, when the smoke clears and the dust settles, I trust that God is going to work all things together 
for my good. When you believe in the ability of Almighty God, you can ignore instigators. Not only can and will you ignore instigators, when you believe in the ability of Almighty God, you will pray positively and persistently. Notice that Hannah is living in the midst of a difficult, challenging season, but Hannah has yet to give up on practicing the power of positive and persistent prayer. I don't know about you, but there have been seasons in my life, my own life as an ordained Baptist preacher when I've gone through challenging circumstances and difficult seasons where I have not prayed as passionately and positively as I should have. I'm just having the audacity to be honest on this Sunday morning because sometimes when God doesn't respond how and when or as soon as we think God ought to respond to what we're going through, we almost wave the white flag of surrender and say, well, I'm going to keep going to church, but I'm just going through the motions. I'm I'm going to keep praying, but I ain't going to fast on Wednesdays. I, I'm going to keep believing, but I'm not going to be as uh, fervent and zealous and passionate as I have been. But Hannah doesn't make the same mistake that I have made and some of us have made along the journey. Just because it's a bad season, Hannah makes her way to worship. Amen. Watch Chapel goes to Shiloh, offers sacrifices, and Hannah is still praying positively and passionately and persistently that God is going to do something. Can I preach this? And when you believe in the ability of Almighty God, watch Tapo, we will keep praying positively because we don't believe that God sits high and ignores our requests. We believe that God is going to answer when God needs to answer, how God needs to answer for his glory, our good and growth. Can I preach this? If God had answered sooner, it wouldn't have been Samuel. And sometimes we got to wait on God and trust God because God is Alpha and Omega. God knows the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. And while we are frustrated in September of 2023 because God seemingly has said no, God has not said no, God has said not yet because you're just praying for a child, but I want to bless you with Samuel. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. You just want a baby, but I want to give you a blessing. You just want me to say yes, but I want to do a miracle. You want God just to move, but I want to move in a miraculous way. So I dare you to keep on praying, keep on believing, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, because it seems like God has said no, but God merely has said not yet. I'm going to work it 
together for your good in such a way that when you give birth to this bouncing baby boy wearing blue, he ain't just an ordinary child, but he's a child who's taken a Nazarite vow. No razor will touch his head, and he's going to be one of the greatest preachers, prophets in the nation of Israel. I dare you to keep praying because God's working it out for your good. Keep believing, keep seeking, keep worshiping, keep fasting, keep praying. And when you pray, just don't pray like you're going through the motions. Pray like you believe God loves you, God cares, and God can. When you believe in the ability of God, we'll, we'll ignore instigators. We'll pray positively and persistently, but we will also embrace encouragement. Hannah's praying. She's in church praying, and she's praying in such a way that her mouth is moving, but no words are coming out of her mouth. And to the ah, it looks like she is under the influence. Eli, the preacher, leading the people of God, notices this woman is praying, but this woman is praying in a different, weird kind of way. Because Eli knows something about the culture, Eli thinks that this woman may be under the influence. And Eli has the audacity to say, sister, you can come to church and pray. Don't come pray under the influence. She says, I, I'm not under the influence. I, I hadn't been drinking wine, hadn't been drinking strong drink, but I'm praying in such a way that it looks like I'm drunk, but I'm not drunk. I'm not intoxicated. I'm not inebriated. I'm not under the influence, but I'm just believing God for what God's going to do. Can I preach this? And Hannah responds to Eli as Eli, the preacher, gives her a word of encouragement. May your prayer be answered. May you find favor with God. And Eli, watch chapel, speaks a word of encouragement. Hannah embraces the encouragement that Eli receives because Hannah believes in the ability of Almighty God. And when we believe in the ability of Almighty God, we will ignore instigators. We'll pray positively and persistently, but we will also embrace encouragement. All around us, watch chapel, while we are in the midst of bad, challenging, difficult seasons in life, God will send people with a word of encouragement to make a difference in our lives. God is able, and because God is able, God will send you who you need, when you need. And the word that you need so you'll run on a little further. Can I preach this in here? We ought to thank God for encouragement. Because all around us you find hateration, you find jealousy. But you find equal amounts of encouragement that make life worthwhile. 
Somebody speaks a word and says you're doing a great job. Somebody says God is going to answer your prayer. Somebody comprehends what God is doing in your life. Somebody doesn't see the worst in you, but they see the best in you. Somebody speaks a word of revelation that blesses your life. Somebody tells you that you're doing a great job. Somebody compliments you on your character. Somebody encourages you for the great job that you're doing. We need to learn to embrace encouragement. Can I preach this? You better thank God for the Eli's in your life who are willing to be used by God to speak a word of encouragement. You believe God is able. We'll embrace encouragement. We'll pray positively. We'll ignore instigators. But when we believe God is able, we will worship and wait while God works it out. I'm going to my seat watch chapel, but here's the word that we need to hear on this Lord's Day morning. The text says in around verse 19 or 20, after Eli speaks a word of encouragement, Hannah worships. She goes back home to her village and she knows Elkanah. Y'all will get that later. Amen. She worships. Amen. And she waits while God works it out. That's going to bless somebody right there. She worships and she waits while God works it out. And that's the word for somebody right now as we prepare to close out this sermon. You got to learn to worship and wait while God works it out. She just doesn't go home with the head hung down, but she goes home worshiping, praising, believing, and waiting for God to work it out as God is going to work it out. That's the challenge for somebody right now to worship while you wait while God works it out. Let me worship while you wait for God to work it out. God hadn't done it yet, but I dare you to worship. God hadn't opened the door yet, but I dare you to praise God. God hadn't made a way yet, but I dare you to lift the name of God. God hadn't made it clear yet, but I dare you to worship God. Somebody know you got to learn how to worship God on credit. Somebody, anybody old school enough to remember layaway? Come on now, I'm talking to my old school folk in the 70s and 80s. You can't pay for it in full, but you put down a little bit every now and then. And while you put down something, amen somebody, somebody ought to give God a layaway praise. I don't have it yet. But I'm going to keep praising till my change comes. I don't have it yet, but I'm going to keep worshiping. I'm going to keep blessing God. I'm going to keep praising God. I'm going to keep lifting the name of Jesus. And when God is ready in God's own time, nine months 
Jesus later. God blesses Hannah with the bouncing baby boy by the name of Samuel, who will be one of the greatest prophets of all time. Because while you are worshiping, while you are waiting, God is working. Let me tell you, God is working right now. So keep on praising. Keep on seeking. Keep on blessing God. Keep on seeking God. Because God's going to work it out. Do I have anybody with that story? That testimony? I didn't give up on God. And God worked it out. I kept on blessing God. And God worked it out. I kept on pressing my way to church, and God worked it out. Who got that story? Who got that testimony? I'm healed, cause God worked it out. Got sense in my hand, cause God worked it out. Got joy, cause God worked it out. I got peace, cause God worked it out. I got a testimony, cause God said, God, work it out. Let me ask y'all a question. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't God do it? Won't he answer your prayers? Won't he heal your heart? Won't he dry your tears? Won't God? to your feet. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, God is able. Look on the other side. Tell him, God is able. Ignore the instigators. Pray persistently. Embrace encouragement, worship, and wait while God's working it out. Your belief in God ought to trump everything else. We talk about the, we talk about deuces wild, the little joke. No, some y'all to get y'all and some of y'all ain't got that, y'all. <laughs> I got a six. No, honey, I got all 13. Because I got God. I got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I got the Bible. I got a cloud of witnesses. I got Bible. I got saints. Come on now. If we believe in the ability of God, there's some things you don't have to entertain don't have to entertain. That's childish. You ain't in middle school. You grown. So-and-so said, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, okay, all right. You keep praying. You embrace encouragement. God sends encouragement. You know, I'm convinced God sends more encouragement then the enemy does discouraging. We just pay more attention to the wrong stuff than we do the right stuff. 
Somebody right now, my sister, my brother, you're here and you need a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You need a church home. I don't want you to leave this place without a relationship with Jesus or a church home. There's somebody here who needs a church home relationship with Jesus, I want you to come from wherever you are right now. You're not saved, but you need a church home. You're not saved, but you need a relationship with Jesus. Here's a young lady coming right now. Amen. Come sit right here on the front row. Amen. You may be saved, but you don't have a church home. Here's another young lady coming right now. It's another young lady. Amen. Have a seat right here. Amen. Here's another young lady coming right now. Look at God. God's still, God's still working, God's still moving. My sister, my brother, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. I want you to come accept Jesus as your savior. You're saved, but you don't have a church home. You need a church family. I want you to come from wherever you are. I don't want you to leave this place without a church family if you're saved. If you already got a church home, God be praised. We love you. We're in the family of God together. I don't want you to leave this place without a church home. I don't want you to leave this sanctuary without having accepted Jesus as your Savior. Is there somebody else? You're here. Don't leave. Don't miss this opportunity. Do not miss this opportunity. It seems like a small decision, but it's a major decision. Accepting Jesus will change your whole life. I said it'll change your whole life. Joining the church will bless you. You can't live this Christian life by yourself. You don't know what's going to happen. We are not independent. We are interdependent. We are the body of Christ. Maybe somebody else this Lord's Day morning Lord, I pray that you draw somebody who needs a church home, draw somebody who needs a Savior, compel somebody who needs Jesus as their Redeemer and Savior. Touch now. Draw in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Is there one, another this morning? Be seated in the presence of the Lord.
watched out, but I want to introduce you to Sister Danielle Talbert, who comes as a candidate for baptism. Watched out, but I want to introduce you to Sister Erica Connor, who comes today on a Christian experience. Watched out, but I want to introduce you to Sister Joanne Robinson Moore, who also comes on her Christian experience. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for these three women of God today. We're glad that you've made this decision to unite with Watch Chapel, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, renew your relationship with the Lord Jesus. Watch Chapel is glad to have you. Sister Cassandra will be one of your first friends here in the life of Watch Chapel. She represents our New Disciples Orientation Fellowship. The New Disciples Orientation Fellowship will reintroduce you to the Christian life, let you know what we expect from you, what you can expect from us as your church family. And once you finish those, the New Disciple Fellowship, you'll receive the right hand of fellowship, which entitles you to all privileges and responsibilities of Christian discipleship here at Watch Chapel. We have something to give you. One, two, three. Hey, but let's give the Lord a hand and praise. You could follow Sister Cassandra. Amen. Brother Crutcher, make sure that she doesn't get lost on this side. Amen. All right, our deacons and preachers are coming now. Amen. As we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper, as we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper, we want to do so reverently. We want to do so obediently. We want to do so in an orderly manner. The Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself or herself lest we partake of the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. And we come now examining ourselves, confessing our sins to Almighty God, not the sins of our neighbors, not the sins of loved ones, not the sins of our spouses, but we come confessing our sins, one, two, to God, our Father, as we prepare to partake of this holy meal. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life. We thank you for souls that have been saved, persons who have united with the body of Christ called Watch Chapel. We pray now for our ongoing spiritual growth as a body of believers. We pray now that you make us the church that you want us to be. As we come thanking you for what you've done, Lord, we come confessing every sin that we've committed against you. We've not yielded totally and completely. We have not sought your way, creating us clean hearts, renewing us right spirits. We confess to you every sin by thought, word, and deed, by omission and commission. Make us new. Bless this holy meal, that as we partake of this meal, we might do so reverently for your glory. 
In Jesus' name, amen.